Every business wants good customer reviews. Every customer wants a good experience. So what happens when both sides click? Or in some cases, when they don't? From Yelp and Entrepreneur Media, this is Behind the Review. Emily Washkovic, Yelp small business expert. Every episode, I pick one review on Yelp and talk to the entrepreneur and the reviewer about the story and business lessons behind their interactions. Let's see what's behind this week's review. There's an ambiance to the entire restaurant that really you get a hint of from outside, but once you walk through those doors, you do get a little sense of being transported to just a place that's very different and very creative and maybe a little bit magical. There's, you know, something, something a little extra going on there. Inside, there are these beautiful lush fabrics and just ornamentation everywhere hanging from the ceiling. It's on the floors, it's against the bar, it's it's everywhere. And it really, it's a full space that is designed to embrace the culture of the food that they're presenting and serving, which is nice because it's not just the experience of eating food, then it's the entire dining experience, which I like quite a lot. That's Steph B., a reviewer living on the East Coast who was visiting family in California when she discovered the Quarter Creole Cuisine. It's now one of her favorite meals of all time and an experience she plans to get on a plane for again someday soon. She had many great things to say about the restaurant in her review, so let's take a listen to the best parts. This was such a treat. The design of this restaurant is great. The service is stellar. The food is phenomenal. There was nothing but excellence throughout our whole dining experience. A brief breakdown of the plethora of dishes we ordered shared across the table. There's a lot to go through, so I'll keep each dish's review to just the highlights reel. The burrata tasted so fresh. I wouldn't be surprised if they made it in-house. The truffle oil was also excellent quality. Fantastic. Absolutely would recommend. St. Charles catfish. Wow. (laughs) Melt in your mouth, lightly breaded, perfectly seasoned and flavored catfish. Possibly the best I've ever had. We ordered this instead of the chef's signature catfish only because it came with catfish etouffee. So it was like getting to try two dishes in one. Would recommend. This was my favorite of the entrees. I would come back here a thousand percent. Our waiter was also on point with bringing not only our courses, but also our plethora of dishes out in perfectly timed waves. His service was thoughtful, well-paced, and well-executed. He also recommended a drink to me, which ended up not being to my taste. I ordered something else, and very unexpectedly, we weren't charged the recommended drink in the end, which was just a very nice gesture since someone else at the table did drink it. Also, presentation across every dish was wonderful. Same with portion sizes. This is not a small plates kind of place. We couldn't get reservations ahead of time, so we arrived a little before they opened at five to see if they'd take walk-ins. And we were offered patio seating or a table at the bar. I am so glad they had room. This was not a meal to be missed. Truly, everything was really delicious, and I can't imagine you could go wrong with anything on the menu. I'll be dreaming of that catfish and burrata especially. My favorite reviews are those where you can almost smell the food being brought to the table and feel the warmth of good company and quality service. Steph's review does a great job of showcasing how the food, ambiance, and service come together to create a uniquely quarter creole cuisine dining experience. 
To learn more about how the restaurant came to be and later found success, I spoke with executive chef and restaurant owner Norm Thayard. Here, he shares the inspiration behind the business. It's a tribute. The restaurant is a tribute to my mom and our cuisine. It's Creole food. We're all Creole folks. Mom and dad are born and raised in, in New Orleans and food's really important to us. My partners are my siblings and they have nothing to say other than they, they enjoy the food. So they have no business input whatsoever. They completely trust me, which is great. And it's basically like going to our house and eating food. So that's what we're trying to bring to Southern California. Throughout our conversation, it became clear that Norm's family is more than just an inspiration. It's at the core of his business. It's all about trying to keep it true to what my mom cooked and what my grandmother cooked and what my great-grandmother cooked and so on. I'm not going to ever bring any ingredients into our kitchen that my mom couldn't put her hands on. So I'll come up with new dishes often, but it's something that my mom could have come up with if she she had the time to do it, if she wasn't, you know, taking care of six kids. So that's what keeps it true and it keeps the smells together when you walk in. So I can tell people it's Creole and it is Creole. Norm talks about his flavors and inspiration for his dishes with such passion, and he leads his business with authenticity, which many customers have noted really shines when interacting with the staff. Norm's philosophy around training his staff encourages employees to share their authentic selves. I don't give them a script. I tell them, I want you to be yourself because we've probably all experienced that server who had the script and say, hello, my name is Joe and I'm here to be your server tonight. And it just feels so fake and it just kind of makes them uneasy and they never really connect with you, the diner. So I tell them the exact opposite. I want you to do your thing. I want you to say it the way you want to say it in whatever order you want to say it. I want you to tell them whatever you're most passionate about, tell them that. And it comes across to people like Steph because it's true. It's real. It's impossible to act that out. And like I said, we've all seen them felt that uncomfortable server who's really having a difficult time with that. We don't want that to ever happen. And that makes the, the guests uncomfortable too. So I want that to just to be like someone you've known all day long or you've known them forever. And they're just chit-chatting about that menu. And they're telling you, they're just going to walk you through the experience and make it easy for you. You know, like you're at their house. Like you're at their house. Wow, that really resonated with me. And Norm is so right. When a server is scripted, you can tell. And when I ask my server a question about the menu or request a recommendation, I want it to be genuine, not what the chef is trying to push that night. So how does Norm familiarize his staff so they can make such recommendations to customers like Steph? Certainly. Of course, they tasted everything before they actually get on the floor. So they usually spend some time in the window where the food's coming up. And when the food's coming up, they get to recognize all the food. They've already you know, gone through the menu itself. So they know what the food is. Now there's getting the visual connection between the food and, what the, and the description. And then there's the tasting. So they'll taste everything on the menu. And then when if there's a mistake in the kitchen, which happens, we'll get two or three, sometimes four plates that are messed up. I look at the, the bright side of that. It's like, okay, we messed up a catfish with brown butter crab sauce. I don't care. Let's put that in here in the weight station and let's all taste this. So they can continually connect with how good this stuff is. And it's so good. So then they're continually eating and they think it's beautiful, but they always, and I always encourage them to taste stuff. And if, and if there aren't any mistakes, we will just make food in an effort for them to continually taste so they can, they, they can start to crave it. I want to emphasize how important I think it is that Norm truly encourages and immerses his staff in the food and the dining experience to ultimately share their love for it with customers. 
And it certainly seems like something to crave, especially after reading Steph B's review. With that, I want to circle back to the idea of reviews and get a better understanding of why customers leave reviews. And if you're like Steph B, quite lengthy ones. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Busy restaurants have tons of greasy pots and pans and greasy surfaces with less labor to spend time doing dishes and cleaning. Well, for you, maybe Dawn Professional Manual Pot and Pan Dish Detergent and Dawn Professional Multi-Surface Heavy-Duty Degreaser can help save you some time. They're specifically formulated to cut through tough commercial kitchen grease. Dawn Professional Manual Pot and Pan cleans 58% more pots and pans per sink, reducing sink changeover versus the leading competitor's professional dish soap. Dawn Professional Multi-Service Heavy-Duty Degreaser cuts grease two times faster versus the leading professional food service supplier's national degreaser. So what are you going to do? You should upgrade to Dawn Professional Manual Pot and Pan Dish Detergent and Dawn Professional Multi-Surface Heavy-Duty Degreaser from P&G Professional. Spend less time cleaning and more time doing what you love. Go to pgpro.com to learn more and sign up for great deals. Again, that's pgpro.com. Writing the review to me is about helping communicate. I want to go back there to the larger community to help share that experience and share that positive, just that positive meal in whatever way possible. I think something that's very special about food is it's communal and it is a shared experience. And it may not be sitting across the table from someone. It might be sitting years later in the same table with different people, but you had the same shared experience and you're able to connect over that shared experience from that restaurant that was just spectacular or that chicken that blew your mind or whatever it might be. So for me, writing reviews, uh, the best advice I can give is if you're passionate about what you had, about what your experience was, put that passion into your review, write it, write that review for yourself, for your future self. So you don't forget and you never forget. (laughs) And for others to help them make decisions that maybe you struggled with at the time. I love the way Steph describes writing reviews as a way of documenting an experience and one that can be shared with the larger community, but also those that may be sitting across the dinner table from you. I hope future reviewers will take such a passionate approach as they write their reviews, because it's certainly noticed by many, especially business owners. Regarding Steph B and the way she wrote her review, it was just such fun to look at because I kind of forgot the fact that I was the owner of the restaurant when I was reading it. It was it was lengthy, and it, but it was so descriptive, and it just kind of took me on this ride from the ambiance to the food to the server to the feeling of her table. And then she mentioned to you that she writes reviews in an effort for her own memory so she can remember what she liked. And the way she wrote it is a killer way to, to write a review, I think because that's the way instead of them trying to like a reviewer trying to you know point out all the bad stuff uh, if it's bad or all the good stuff if it's good she's trying to point out what her experience was and why it was phenomenal and I want to go and if she, I'm going to go look at her other I wish she lived around me in, in Southern California because I would check out all of her reviews and, and if she could write other reviews like that I would go and check those places out and I would order the things that she ordered because the descriptions were poetic that was the most poetic review I've ever, I think I've ever read on Yelp. It was just great. Happened to be for me, yay. But it was just, it was beautiful. It certainly was very poetic. 
And now I'm dying to try the catfish and burrata, and maybe even a drink or two recommended by Norm's staff. As we wrap this story up, I do want to stay on the topic of reviews, though, because Norm has such a valuable perspective to share. So looking at reviews, generally, I mean, luckily, they're pretty good, which is pleasant for me. But there's the occasional uh, negative review. And I'm just of the school of thought thinking that I just don't want to respond to reviews because I'm just trying to give the, the customer their voice without me chiming in, you know, so I'm not trying to either say, hey, that was awesome. Thank you so much. And then ring my own, you know, toot my own horn. Or say, try to tell them that either they got it wrong or that we'll try again, you know, try harder next time. I just let it stand on its own like a piano. You know, it's going to be either in sync and in harmony with the rest of it, or it's going to be the one dissonant note over there that's just a little different. But if there's way more notes that are in harmony, then it's giving you what you need. It's telling you what you're looking for as a reader. So if you look and you see a gazillion five or four star reviews and you see the one bad one, oftentimes people just read the bad ones. But then if you have a chance to read the good ones, there's no reason for me to to get involved. The only time I've ever gotten involved, if it's just something that's crazy, I think in 600 and so or so 650 reviews on Yelp, I think I've responded three times. Otherwise, I'm just totally silent because I think it's better. It's more of a focus on the customer to let them have the Mike. Norm created a really interesting simile between a review and a piano. And that idea is something I hope restaurant owners and business owners in general can hold on to as they read and interact with reviews. Sometimes reviews will be in harmony, yet other times it will be dissonant. I want to point out that my typical piece of advice for all business owners when it comes to responding to reviews is to do it. There's immense value in responding to both positive and negative reviews publicly. But I also respect and understand that that's not always the best policy for every business. Norm has his reasons that he lets a reviewer's opinion stand alone, and I respect that conscious decision. But know that responding is always an option on Yelp. To close out today's episode, I'm going to let Norm continue to share his thoughts on reviews and how sometimes your food or your business can be exactly as you intended it to be, and still, some people might not like it. But that's okay. Sometimes you just can't reach and please everybody. So that really has come to fruition when I'll taste something. Like somebody will send something back, and that's fine. If they don't dig it, we'll give them whatever else, whatever they want, and we'll see if they like that one. And hopefully we hit that one on the head. My sous chef, Ian, and I will always taste whatever is returned to the kitchen. Even if you stuck your fork in it, we're going to taste it just to make sure that there's nothing wrong with it. And then that's where I really started to connect the dots between, okay, you can have people that don't love your food and the food is exactly how you want it. And that's just okay. That's okay. So you might get like, there was a recent review saying that they just didn't like the menu items. It's like, okay, we've got 40 menu items. And if I present them as best I can, and I tasted your dish and you didn't like it, but I think it's as good as it can possibly be, then that's just okay. We're just at odds. And so be it. That's a good reason for me not to respond to your review. That's cool. Let it be, you know, so let them say their their piece, but it's good for me to know that I'm not going to let that get to me that they are, oh my God, the world doesn't accept my food. No, some people, it's just not right for everybody, but the vast majority of the people are crazy about it. 
And that concludes our episode. Be sure to subscribe so you get new episodes every Thursday. I hope you enjoyed it and were able to take a thing or two away to implement in your own life. Whether it's a new idea that you can bring back to your business or a fresh perspective on how to be a positive influence as a consumer, we share these stories to inspire and create more meaningful connections in your local community. For more information about today's business or to connect with me, check out the show notes. This episode featured conversations with Norm, the owner of the Quarter Creole Cuisine, as well as Steph B. Special thanks to Jane Wordle, who helped write this episode. To learn more about the episode, check out the blog post. And don't forget to subscribe so you get an alert each Thursday when a new story comes out. To claim your own Yelp business page and start engaging with consumers, visit business.yelp.com. Our theme song is performed by Ali Schwartz and produced by Robbie G of Messerol Sound. The show was produced and edited by Entrepreneur Media.